Hey everybody, this is Rowan with Preggers Can Be Choosers and you've landed on the Afterbirth 4th and More trimester support group and we're a bunch of folks who get together in Houston and all over the United States. We come together every other Tuesday, but we might have a little announcement about that. And we get together and we just share what's going on with ourselves as we are in this postpartum journey. And it doesn't matter if you're postpartum one day or three years or seven years, we're just all happy to be here. Some people come in when they're pregnant because they want support and we're happy to do that too. So we're just all in this together, loving up on each other and sharing what's real. The next thing I need to say is that we try to be kind and loving to each other and we don't say, you know what you should do. We share like, this is what we've done for ourselves in the past and how this worked or didn't work out. And other than that, we just clap and cheer and give each other props because this can be a real isolating and hard time in our lives. So I'll introduce myself. My name is Rowan. I'm a midwife here in Houston, Texas, and I'm a professional curandera and um, one third of preggers can be choosers, which we affectionately call choosers with my sister, Dr. Blythe, who's a therapist. And then also my practice partner, Mary um, Bratcher, who is a uh, licensed massage therapist and sweet midwife. So that's what I go about myself right now. Um, so meet yourselves and introduce yourselves. And I want to have a lot of adult children and having adult children is the best. Okay. I'm muting myself. Let somebody else go. I am Tiffany, a stay-at-home mom of two girls, um, five-year-old daughter in kindergarten, and a three-year-old who stays at home with me, um, and we currently live in Maryland. My name is Martha, and I am a mother of a 19-month-old little boy. And when I'm not a stay-at-home mom, I'm working in the theater uh, district area as a wardrobe dresser. And I'm also a artist, a metalsmith, when I can, which is not very much these days at all. Um, and I'm happy to be here. I'm Caitlin. I am a stay-at-home mom of two boys. Uh, one is in pre-K four, um, and the other is two and at home with me now, and he is Rex. Can y'all hear me? Oh, okay. Hey, uh, my name is Beverly. I'm a, currently a stay-at-home mom of four. I have a eight-year-old, a seven-year-old and a five-year-old and now a five-week-old and yeah i don't know what else to say all right that gets all of us you know now that i'm chatting i don't know that we really have a topic so if somebody has something on their mind then we can talk about it but i wanted to make a couple of announcements and this right here this is Preggers Can Be Choosers, the fourth and more postpartum support group where we offer peer-to-peer -peer support for each other. We would love to have you join in the conversation live every other Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Time. Need a reminder? Signed up for text alerts to join us at tapit.us backslash jdoa5. Are you listening and finding this podcast helpful? 
let us know on our Facebook page at Pruggers Can Be Choosers or become a supporter at anchor.fm backslash pcbc backslash support. Need someone to talk to now? The Postpartum International or PSI Warm Line is 1-800-944-4PPD or 1-800-944-4773. We love you and you are not alone. So um, and we don't have Mama D jumping on with us, but sometimes she jumps in late. But two things that I wanted to say is one, dun, 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 starting January, we're going to go every week with the group. So we're just going to be every Tuesday. Um, our lives have settled down enough. And if you guys are ever down for pinch hitting, supporting, hosting, which Caitlin does for us on the reg, um, let us know. But I do think it's time to start popping it up to every other or to every week. And I'll put elephant in the womb. I'll just put it in when I can. So this will start being our Tuesday thing. And anytime I see somebody on social media say, somebody I know needs help, but they are broke and can't afford therapy, I just sling the group link to them. So I think it'll be easier. And by then we'll have our website set up where we can just direct them to the website. Here's past episodes. Here's how you sign up right now. So we should have that streamlined by the beginning of the year. So that's our first announcement. And then the second is that we're having kind of a group activity, which I just decided right now. Well, actually, Caitlin helped me. And that is, um, there's a friend of mine has a lampshade making class. Um, and the reasons you would want to do something like this is because Marie Kondo says that your home should be a place of rest and peace where you like regroup and recenter yourself. And why not do that with a lampshade? So the thing that, about this is if you have a lamp that has a lampshade shade that sucks or it's a lamp that's just stuck in your back corner or closet somewhere and you're not even sure it works, like bring it to this workshop. Because if it doesn't work, you can leave it with Jenny and she'll fix it. I mean, you have to pay her, but like, whatever, it's like less clutter. And then also we can just have a friend making activity where we hang out and we make lampshades. And she says, um, I put a link in the chat box and if you can't see it because you joined late, I'll restick it in here. <coughs> Excuse me. And I think that, um, Bev, you could probably bring um, the baby, but other than that, not super littles, right? But if one of us has a baby that's nursing or whatever, there's enough of us that we can just pass that baby around if you want. And we can help share the load so you can get your lampshade made. So anyway, I thought it'd be fun. It's December 14th or so. It's in Champions Forest area, which is kind of north. And um, it's like 125 bucks, but I think it's worth it. And it's fun and it's social and we'll all be there together. So there's that. Um, I think those are my two announcements. Does anybody else have an announcement or anything that's big going on with them that they want to talk about? Or other than that, I'll just come up with a topic. I think your topic of friend making exercises is good. Like that's a big problem that I hear about. Um, this is Dr. B by the way, um, that being a stay at home mom or a mom or a parenting person is very isolating. And so it's like, how do I meet people who will be chill about me having a screaming child in the corner or backing out at the last minute because my kid is throwing up or um, what if we're really different? I have a lot of people say that they'll go to mom groups, but they're 
politically extremely different or um, fiscally different on how they, you know, spend their money, spend their time, um, and they do it for the kids so their kids can be tired and have like community, but then they don't have community because they're yet again kid focused. And so I think friend making exercises of desire and appeal might be a really great topic, Rowan. I think you stumbled onto it. All right, so we're in agreement, friend-making exercise. What does that look like and how does it roll? Okay, good. So um, I had a therapist named Patty Hewlett, who was a complete nut. Sorry, Patty, if you're hearing this. But she was also fabulous. She was a creative artist type, and she just was bananas. But she helped me. It was a time in my life, it was like my early 20s, where like my friend group was radically shifting, and I'd moved back to, from Florida to, to Texas, and like I just didn't have a lot of friends or like-minded people and I just felt so much anxiety and I didn't know the word then, but I know it now that it was anxiety about, you know, meeting new people and doing stuff. And I felt like such a sub small subculture and I was queer and you know, this is the early nineties. So um, she goes, well, whatever, just, you know, do a friend making exercise where you just try it out. Your friend making muscle. And it doesn't mean that you're married to it. It's like kind of a casual date. You try something fun and you just do it. And if it doesn't work out, you just kind of like, Oh, Hey, that was fun. And just kind of gradually back away. Um, and people were less connected then because there wasn't social media and stuff like that. You could just kind of dodge the phone call, but, but just try stuff out. So um, I, Blythe and I talked about this and we started calling it the friend making exercise. And Blythe and I have done some like wackadoo stuff. Like I made her go to the Houston Center for Photography Halloween party because I saw it in the Houston press, like a little ad in the 90s, you know, and we just showed up and they're like, you don't know anybody here? And we're like, no. And they're like, well, how'd you find out about it? It was like the newspaper, you know, <laughs> like whatever, just showed up and tried stuff out. A quick aside is that I was dressed as a garbage man for this thing with a head injury. And so that was like, you know, Halloween, right? And then like that next week we were at the Renaissance Festival and this one guy had been like, this is totally not related to this group. Um, this one guy had been like really chatting me up and stuff. The Houston Center for Photography, by the way, is in Montrose in Houston, Texas. So I had my sister with me who, I forget what you were, what you were Blythe, Dr. Blythe, but we're doing all this stuff, but this guy was like my buddy. He was talking to me. I was like, oh, something's kind of happening here, right? So then I run into him at the Renaissance Festival, right? Right when we hit the door, we walk in and he's like trying on hats. And I walked up to him and I was like, and I was just wearing like regular street clothes. I was like, this is my first time ever there. I was like, you are the finest Renaissance man I have ever seen. And he's like, oh God, really? Thank you. And I was like, yeah, hey, you know, and he goes, oh, okay. And then he kind of like walks away. I was like, oh, it's, you know, Rowan from Houston Center Photography. And then he looked at me realized I was a woman and was like, oh, hi, huh? And then like kind of just wandered off. And I was like, God damn. So <laughs> for those of you who aren't looking at me right now, I'm uh, over six feet and I'm just a large person in general. So he totally read me as a dude, a very charming and engaging dude. However, I did not <laughs> fit the bill once he saw who I was. I was like so proud of myself for being so bold and flirty at the Renaissance Festival. And so that's my fail of a friend making exercise. <laughs> so, but when it comes to friend making exercises, it's fun to just put it out like, here's this thing I want to do. Who wants to do it with me? And that's kind of the updated modern version of that. And if nobody wants to do it with you, who fucking cares? Just go and do it by yourself. And it's fine. At least you've had some downtime or whatever. And if you've got a little baby, then having somebody go with you or that's also mom friendly or whatever that doesn't mind helping with a baby or, you know, doesn't, there's some benefit to that. So unlike I just talked about the lamp class, that's a fun thing to do together. It's in somebody's house 
over the, her studio. I know her, so it, and I wouldn't invite people to go if I didn't think it was a good fit. So that's my friend making exercise chat. Okay. Hey y'all, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get right back to it. Getting back to our real talk after birth style. Okay. Somebody else talk about it. Anxiety. Have you ever done something like that before? Has it worked out? Not worked out? Hit me. Well, I just got home from a friend making exercise. So, uh, you know, we've been doing this, I guess, I'm sure it was before 1992, but that's when we did the Halloween uh, bonanza. Um, and like being a therapist, um, a fairly well-known therapist in Houston, it's really hard for me to make friends because they either want to be my patients or they're friends with my patients or whatever. And I like, I want to hang out, you know, I even had a housekeeper who was like, oh yeah, um, my sister sees you. That's how I knew about the dog. And I was like, what? I was like, how do I tell my housekeeper she can no longer clean my house? Her sister is my patient. I didn't I'm just know cut in here. That housekeeper was a nut. And we told her you cannot be one of your patients or anything. I thought that was super clear. And then later, like, so it was on the part of the housekeeper. I just want to interject that as a sister here. Okay, that's it. That's true. Because when we talk about that, like when I meet people, I'm like, you can't tell people where I live. You can't tell people that, you know, that there might be something over here, over there, you know, that you might have to polish dildos. I'm kidding. But, you know, just like whatever. Like I'm a therapist. It's my private whatever. So anyway, making friends is really hard. So um, I'm noticing that I might be like reaching out. And so I uh, went to New York over the weekend and um, went on a thrifting tour that Rowan saw on Instagram. Her name is Sammy. And now we have been texting back and forth um, since I was there. And she's gonna do an international thrifting tour with five people. Um, and I was like, yes, I don't even know how much this costs. I don't know anything about it. But when she said it, I was like, yes. Um, and we're very different, but she's my thrifting friend. So I have a new friend named Sammy who lives in New York, who's a professional thrifter. I'm an internationally um, fairly, I guess, maybe slightly known. She used to work for like Vogue and Esquire. And she says that she wanted to be like the Devil Wears Prada. That was the best analogy that she could get. And she was starting to work up a tat. And she was just like, this is fast fashion. This is not my jam. It's very wasteful and no thanks. And so she bounced. And so... Um, yeah, so I just got home from a friend making exercise that actually took my husband with me. I was like, hey, you want to go to New York and thrift? And he's like, yes. So, which is, you know, those who know Brad, it's pretty um, interesting that he would say anything out loud anyway, or agree so quickly. So it was a definite yes. So anyway, so I just did one. So it's kind of like the cherry, you know, on my experiences of friend making exercises. So, uh, and it worked out, it was risky. And I was totally nervous, but I signed up, I paid. I bought a ticket. So if it was terrible, then, you know, I would just go and have a good time with people and then be like, okay, bye. But now we text and I scored the coolest plus size mannequin um, from Mod Cloth because they're closing their store. Like Mod Cloth is closing um, Universal Standard closed, but I guess they're reopening. Um, I missed it. They're reopening next week. Um, Forever 21 is closing a lot of the plus size stores. Not that Forever 21 is plus size, but they have that 
Um, but fast fashion is just closing their brick and mortars. So I was in mod cloth. I didn't know they were closing. They had a mannequin there and it was busted. It was 20 bucks. And I'm like, how am I going to get this home? And so I'm like schlepping it through New York, Soho, because Brad's like, I'm not carrying that. And I was like, oh yeah, I totally want to carry it through Soho. I do not care what people think of me. Um, so I slept at home and mailed it home. And then I sent a picture to Sammy and she's like, that's the best. So there you go. I have a friend that I made in New York. So I won't see her that much, but we'll text. Um, uh, as a 47 year old new mother, I definitely feel like, um, I'm kind of in a little bubble and especially like trying to find other mothers that are adoptive mothers in midlife, um, is especially difficult. I've done things like put out messages on Facebook, like, Hey, any midlife mamas out there, not even specific adoptive mothers or, you know, uh, midlife mothers that have adopted children, you know, Hey, you want a play date? Da, 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 da. And I've had nothing, absolutely nothing. Like you can hear the wind blow. Um, and you know, a lot of my, my family is like, you know, it'll happen when the kiddo gets into school, you'll meet more moms da, da, da. and I'm like, I don't want to wait that long. I want, I need now, I need that kind of support now all my friends um that are unfortunately not in houston i really don't have any friends except for one woman who you know her children are grown um and she's an artist and so she's got a very busy schedule we meet like maybe once every couple months um aside from her i really have nothing outside of my husband and my sister and um it's, it's lonely. I too am a part of the dead mothers club. Uh, my mother and father are, have passed and, um, that makes it harder. Um, but I decided to join adoptive families of Houston organization and they have play dates and events and stuff. And one's coming up in a couple of weeks. So I'm hoping that that might, um, bring about a possible connection, but it's really tough. It's really tough, especially being, you know, in your late forties or older, um, finding people like you and, you know, I'm left of center. I am an introvert. I, um, I'm a little quirky. And so, you know, <laughs> I really, I really do feel very isolated and very alone most of the time. And my husband has a kind of a work schedule in the theater system where when he's on a show call, it's two to three weeks of 14 hour days with only Mondays off. And I start to feel the walls closing in on me and I start to feel like a single parent. Um, and it's just, it's really tough. So um, I love the idea of this topic and I'm eager to, you know, hear, what other people have to say as far as ideas for making friends, because I really need some. <laughs> I 
I think one of the things that Rowan and I did is that, you know, like I was in grad school and grad school is uh, really toxic, I think. Maybe not all grad schools, but my grad school was. And so I realized that my body was changing to accommodate sitting and studying even more because I used to like hustle, work like five jobs and go to college, you know, an undergrad. And so, you know, Rowan and I were like, okay, we need to do some fitness. And so we started getting to fitness and found hula hooping. And we're just like, we really need people to come, like we, we want to meet people, right? And we want to have friend making exercises. So we just started collecting hoopers and meeting. And so one of the things that we found is that the best way to make friends is to create the, the, the group of people for the friends to join, right? And so like, it's hard to have that as a responsibility is to create something that people want to come to. Right. So you're like out here looking for adoptive uh, older mom collectives and they don't exist. And I hate that that's like the burden of someone to have to create. But, you know, when we see the need, maybe we can step up like Rowan and I, we were like, man, I really want to find my weirdos. And so we created, you know, the weirdo crew and we kept seeing all these hoop events, um, like retreats, and they were um, just not geared the way we were. They didn't teach the way we did. They didn't look the way we did. Um, and we just thought that there has to be something differently. And we're looking around, looking around and going to different events and treated kind of oddly because we're big and weird. And, you know, we just weren't trying to wear fuzzy boots and go to raves. Like we really just wanted to screw off and make clothes and just be ourselves with other people who were like us. And so then we created the, the big event, Hottie Hoop Camp. And it started with like five people and then blew up to 56 and we're like, whoa. And then it, we made it kind of go back down again. Um, and so like, that's part of the ideas. If it's not there and you see that it's missing, can you, you know, can you create that? And a lot of you guys the probably the answer is no, because how could you do one more thing? Um, but it might be like, you're looking at your people right now. Um, and maybe there's two of you that, you know, you've, they live close enough to create an event or we do a virtual event, which sucks. It's one more virtual thing, but people will come. Right. So just kind of a thought there that if it's not there and you can't find it or what you do find sucks, then maybe we create it. And like Rowan and I, we've created this because we're like, we're not seeing the, the support group the way we want to. It's not punk rock. It's not edgy. They don't cuss. They don't say fuck enough. You know, like we just, wanted something and there was nothing virtual when we started this now there's a bunch of virtual ones so i'm like great good more more we want more so just throwing that out like yeah tiffany's bake along you know just maybe creating some things that um people want to show up to so and i, I do want to talk about the fact that that is a burden to have to do that so maybe we can shop within this group because i would say a lot of us are pretty friendly so I'm not going to speak after everybody, I promise. I hate that model of support group. Okay, I'm going to be quiet. Uh, last week, we went to the library, and this was like the second or third time that we've been to this particular library. So we're still getting used to the building and, you know, just orienting ourselves. Um, but the way that they have it set up is the kids section is in the basement and it actually has its own separate room with a door. So if the kids are, you know, bouncing off the walls, they can just shut the door. Um, but 
so we get there and there's just one other little girl in there around Lily's age and the mom and the mom just starts like talking to me and I'm like, okay, great. Let's have an adult conversation. Um, and she was mentioning that she is thinking about moving to another state. And, you know, I was like, oh, I just did that. And she's like, oh, maybe you can like help me and maybe give me some tips or advice. And we were just, you know, talking about her life and her kids. And I was kind of just chiming in. And by the end of it, like she had wandered off and took her kid to the bathroom or something. So I was like, oh, maybe she just wanted to have a nice chat. But she came back and found me and asked me for my phone number. And I was like, cool. Okay. You live close. Like, you know, I would love to get a text message from you. Like, let's meet up. And um, this was last week. So I was like, okay, maybe she just wanted to be nice or friendly, or maybe she's busy. I actually got a text from her today saying that her daughter has been asking for my kids. And, you know, when could we meet up? And I was like, oh, okay, great. Um, uh, maybe next week because we're going to be out of town. But, um, and this is like somebody that I probably would not have approached or maybe thought would be interested in talking to me. Um, so it was like just happenstance, but I wanted to suggest to Martha that even though your baby is little, the library is such a great place for resources, finding free events, um, you know, even just like taking your kid there so you can read and, you know, be seen by the community and show your face and maybe somebody else will come and talk to you another time. But that that has been proven for us even in Houston, here in Maryland, going to the library is awesome. And it helps to support the community, even if your library is not that great, there's usually several within the area that you can find one that fits, you know, your style or what have you, but sometimes they do have some kind of like support groups or just chats, even if it's not necessarily geared towards kids. They have a lot of adult stuff too. So that's kind of just like my little tip. And I was so surprised that this woman texted me back. I'm kind of excited to see where this goes. Tiffany, I love that you said that because just literally last week I went to our local branch and I got like the schedule, you know, and I'm like, I need to do this. <laughs> And every day I'm like, I need to do this. And then I'm like, oh, I got this to do and this to do, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there because I went there alone like a month ago just to get some books for my son. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cute in here. And the way they have it like set up and little tables and chairs and da, 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 da. So I got my library card and, and that was thanks to, um, to Caitlin because she was telling me about uh, a, uh, an app you can get so that you can get like free books with your library card downloaded and, and listened to. And so I think you just, you know, put the final nail in for me is like, I just need to get to this freaking library and dive in. <laughs> so I'm going to do it, Tiffany. I'm going to do it. <laughs> All 
I just put in the chat box a link to Discovery Green where they have a young writers workshop and it's for folks who are second grade and above. But I thought maybe Bev for you, if you wanted to take the girl, I don't remember how old the girls are, but, um, <clears throat> but one of my friends, her name is Anna. She travels around the world. Her husband, um, they live in an ashram in India or in a farm in Italy most of the time, but they come back to the US every couple of years and her husband works as a waiter. And so they have all, she like figures out a schedule for the kids. This day we do this at the library. This day we do this at Discovery Green. And she just finds all these free events that are, because she homeschools. So that's how she educates her kids. And one of the kids is freaking brilliant. It's amazing. She's so smart. It's scary. But um, so I just put a link in for the young writers because, and I know they have like Toddler Tuesday or things like that at Discovery Green. So there's, you know, maybe for those of us who are listening later, like find a, kind of a fancy park near you and see what they have that's outreach for people who are at home with young kids. And right now it's a little bit cold for those of us in the U.S., but it's not always going to be this cold, you know, so it's something to check out. So I just put that link in the chat box, but I'm encouraging everybody to look at their local parks and see what they have too. So libraries and parks, that's what we have so far. Anybody else got any good ideas? Um, I don't have any good ideas. I guess I'm just, I'm kind of going through this issue right now. Um, I forgot exactly what it feels like to be at home with a baby because it's been a while for me. Um, and since my kids have been older, I've been working or going to school full time for a while now. So, um, so that's how I made friends was at work and at school. And even though I usually didn't have a whole lot in common, it was like, I still got that you know, social interaction that I needed. Um, but now I'm like, I feel kind of just stranded on an island by myself. And um, I've gotten, I mean, there's been a few people that have, you know, that I've run into and we're like, oh yeah, we should get together, blah, blah, blah. But then there's always that like fear of like when you've never hung out with someone before and you don't know how well you're going to mesh with this person. And it's like, in my mind, it's like a, a huge risk. Like, what if we don't like each other? We, what if we have nothing in common and this turns into like something really awkward? And um, there was, I guess it was when my girls were like toddler age, there was this mom group that I was in and none of us had met each other. We were just online friends, but we all lived in the same area. So we decided to meet up and there was probably like four other women um we all got together and they were all just like talking shit about people like the whole time talking about like everyone else in the rest of the group and how shitty they are and this person bottle feeds and this person blah 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 like and I was just like I was like this is really awkward and like uncomfortable and I don't want to be around this <laughs> and so ever since then I have I haven't like done anything like that I haven't you know, met up with a group of people like that because it's not a good feeling. And so I guess that's maybe what makes me really nervous about that. And um, I guess after like losing, you know, you, I feel like you, after having a baby, you end up losing the friends that weren't going to stick around for much anyways. And then you kind of feel like left with nothing. Um, and of course I do have those like few people that are always by my side, but everyone's busy and like, doesn't have a newborn right now and works full time. And 
So I just kind of feel, I don't know. I don't have any, um, I don't have any advice or like options to give. Just I'm kind of in that right now. So I remember feeling that way really hard with Lily because she was my first and I was living in Texas where I didn't have any really friends or family and all the friends that I did have were from working as a server and you know young drinkers and smokers and they didn't want to be around a baby and I was in the same similar situation where I didn't I got so caught up in the what ifs and the fear of what if they're not going to like me? What if I'm not going to like it? What if I don't find somebody to talk to? And I think that's what pushed me down and kept me hidden or kept me just inside and just kind of like dealt with it, even though that wasn't the healthy thing to do for myself. Um, and you just got to, you just got to jump in and do it. Just like I said, this, like go to the library or even just go to the park. Or sometimes I would even take her to the grocery store and just walk as slowly as possible to take up time and just to be out of the house. Um, the making friends thing is hard. It's really hard because it, you know, it takes it takes two to tango. <laughs> so you don't know if the other person is going to text you back or want to hang out. Um, but I, I'm there with you in solidarity because I, I remember how that felt. And I'm, I'm kind of like, I feel like that now a, a little bit. But when I do, I'm like, okay, that means it's time to go out into the world and see people or, you know, share Willow's bright smile or whatever it is. What kind of chat do you have to have with yourself to make it seem less permanent, that it's just an exercise, it's just a walk around the block, and if it sucks, you know, it sucks, but it's not, you're not committed. I think that's kind of the piece there, is if we meet these people one time, then we have to sign up every Tuesday for the rest of our lives or something. Like, how do we just like, oh, that didn't work out. That's like a bad first date. You're like, oh, okay, you know, next. Ariana Grande, thank you, next. Um, I've had a lot of anxiety lately about um, meeting other parents at my kid's school, because I feel like if that goes wrong, then that's just like really awkward when you run into them later, because that inevitably will happen. Um, but I mean, there's been a couple of other moms that I've gotten together with over the last couple years, um, just like here and there, and it went okay. Um, and then one of them moved away, of course, and then actually, no, they both moved away. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I guess I have had like a little bit of like 
positive experiences, but um, I also have a really hard time like inviting people over to my house. And I think that also might have a lot to do with it. Um, I just am always, I guess this has been my years as a single mother. I, I really didn't like have much. My home was very bare and kind of, you know, was messy and a lot of that was going on. And so I never invited people over to my house then. And now I guess I'm a little more put together, but I still have this anxiety, like they're going to come over and think my house is like a wreck and everything looks like crap. And, um, they're going to judge me and think that I'm a bad parent and, you know, I don't vacuum enough. And I don't know, I guess that's a lot of it too, is not just like meeting up outside, but also feeling like you need to invite people over to your house, you know? So that's another thing. And Bev, do you feel better about meeting people inside your house as opposed to outside your house? Like, is there a comfort? Like, even though it's anxiety producing, is it bring more comfort to have people come to you as opposed to you go to them? And I also want to say that Nina D is on here with us and this is her first time. So if she um, wants to introduce herself or say what's going on, I'm happy to hear or happy, you know, as a group to hear. And um, right now we're talking about friend making exercises and how to create a mom group when it feels pretty isolating, having a new baby or a new circumstances. It used to be like this and now it's like this. And then here we are feeling kind of without some people, creating the tribe kind of. So that's what we're talking about. But Bev, do you feel like instead of beating people out, it feels better to invite them in or there's just anxiety bonanza all the way around? Um, I would say all the way around. <laughs> I mean, I definitely feel better uh, if I could feel good about not having to leave my house, that would be awesome. Like I would love to not have to leave my house and then just invite someone over and feel comfortable about having them here, but um, no, there's just all anxiety. <laughs> anxiety all around. So I guess for me, it's, I don't have an issue like getting to the friend making exercises. Like I can get there because um, I resigned myself to a life of driving um, everywhere. <laughs> um, but it's the like, I'm bad at staying in touch with people or then like, mold, like every time since we've moved here in six years, every time I make a friend, someone moves away whether it's us or them or some version of that, and it sucks. Because, like, I got really close to a friend in Cyprus, and she moved literally, like, across the major street from us. Like, same neighborhood, just across the street, and then we moved away. You know, like, we moved an hour and a half away. And now, like, we don't talk anymore. Because, like, you know, I know that she's not able to come visit me, but then it's hard to have a two-way street if I'm always driving an hour and a half to her, you know, and stuff like that. So I guess that's where I, my major downfall is, is because I, I know that like I'm far away and I feel like it's part of, part of the reason I don't have as many friends is just because 
I'm willing to go someplace, but they aren't always willing to come to me, and it's really freaking hard. Um, sorry, this one's a tough one for me today for some reason. It's always okay to cry. Nobody cries alone here. I just never felt like being in the woods was going to be as isolating as it was because there's just, it's mostly that there's not very many people with children around my age around here either. So um, like I know we have schools and that there have to be people around, but I don't know how to find them in my community. Um, we go to the library. We used to go all the time and I would go to all the play dates. I would go to all the things and we would be the only ones to show up or I'd go specifically to kid centered places and we were the only ones there. So I'm like, okay, so we spent three hours here and we were literally the only ones there the whole time, other than the employee, you know, and it's just, after a while, it's just so discouraging that you stop going, because you're like, okay, so I've done this for three years, like, now what? Like, I'm out of options, I feel like I'm out of options, it's just shitty. I think it is shitty, you know, like, um, I think a lot of the people that I interact with are not uh, traditionally Christian. Um, and so a lot of, I think, I even have patients kind of figure out, like, where do I take my kid for Mother's Day out? Because they're all kind of church ran. Um, and that's kind of a difficult pill to swallow too, is if you like so desperate for some adult time or just I don't know, peeing on the potty with the door closed time, um, that you'll take your kid to a place that you know they'll be safe, but they're going to be exposed to ideas that are different than what you want for your family. Um, so like finding a place to even take your kiddos so you could go have a friend making exercise as a barrier, you know, and then having like living so remotely. Um, and how do you meet people that are like-minded if you're not like if you're fringy, um, you know, for that area, I think that's, and I mean, I'm left, I'm definitely left leaning and I live in rural Texas. I mean, I drive, I drive my road and it's just Trump 2020 all the way. And it's hard because I feel like there's probably not very many ways that I'm going to agree with them on a lot of different things, but also the fact that most of them are retirement age. So they're not exactly the people I'm looking to find anyway. Anyway, so it's, it's just, yeah, it's a challenge.
And like, if you put your sign out front, I know that you live, you know, kind of on a dead end, no one's going to see it, but that's a way, you know, when you see a different sign then you're like, Oh, that's potential, you know, or maybe like with your copious amounts of free time to become a door knocker for someone that you do support, because then you get the list of people who are like-minded <laughs> that you, you know, they don't want you to door knock on people who are like, you know, not kind of in the crew. Um, they just want you to door knock on people that are already like, like-minded and have kind of signed up. So that would be a way to find out who <laughs> like sleuthing, you know, who's like-minded out there, but that's still more labor, you know, like where, where's the easy way? It's another thing I would need to find childcare for. And we've decided to put Atlas in school uh, come January when we have funding to be able to send him but then I'm going to be working on a business too. So it's kind of a, but again, I'll be by myself. So, you know, anyway, this is a tough topic for me today. That's all. I'm just, I'm sitting back for the most part today. And we want to talk about tough stuff, right? I mean, like we're here together to like navigate it and, you know, there's no easy answer because if, there was somebody would have found it and packaged it right so we're just here navigating and looking at stuff together and it's okay and I'm glad that you're able to communicate about it even when it's big for you that's good I am thinking though that you and Martha are both creators so why not have a make-along date you know <laughs> Like you're gonna sew, totally you're gonna jewelry. Learn what you do in metalworking. I think that's a great idea, Caitlin. Let's make it happen. Let's do that. Let's okay. do it. We're gonna commit to this. Yes, we're doing it. Yes. All right. I yes. wanna learn I would love to learn metalworking. Oh my god. I also have a wood burning kit that I haven't tried yet and I really want to try it. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> cool. Well, I would love to dust the cobwebs off of my studio <laughs> and invite Excellent. someone well, in. Coming. Yay! Coming. All right. All right. Yay. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Kaylin also knows how to use the Zoom platform. And, you know, we're welcome. You're welcome to record or not record or whatever. And get other people to. Is that what you were going to say, Dr. Boy? Mm hmm. I was like, anybody who wants to do a bake-along, a make-along, or uh, just watch me walk around the block along, you know, like we pay a lot of money for this platform every month. So I'm like, let's use it. So if you guys are interested, the only thing we have a commitment is if you, um, you know, commit to doing it, that we do it, that we show up. Because if we're going to tell people we're going to be there, um, we're going to be there. So um, we want to be reliable folks, but we are happy to share the logon for the Zoom and throw it out there as an event. Um, choosers can support that, of course. So if anybody has a brilliant idea, just let us know. Um, it would be really hard for us to say no, I think. I think if it was like, let's, you know, do a Trump rally kind of thing, I'd probably be like, well, let's talk about the reasons why that may not fit into our, <laughs> our business brand. But other than that, um, like, Sounds like a great idea. Oh, had another idea, but I already lost it, so it doesn't matter.
also, Martha, I'm thinking Monday nights might work because I get a Monday night free every week. And dark days are Mondays. Yes, 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 so yes. Kids free work in a workshop. Okay. There you go. It'll be a Monday. <laughs> kid free work in a workshop. <laughs> I'll try to make that happen. I don't know who's going to watch my kid, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> we might have to put them in the pack and play in the studio. <laughs> We were working on getting a, a place um, to, you know, that would have like a workshop center. And I kept having all these great ideas of like having like a quarterly um, sew along where people come in and we would just set up all the sewing machines that we have and people would bring a sewing machine and we could just teach people how to repair stuff, um, modify stuff, you know, as kids gets you know bigger or say this is your last kid and you love this little outfit and you want to modify it so they can wear it now or you know, just kind of fix stuff like mend and um so I really want to have that in our future life so I don't know if we'll pull it out in Houston but I definitely want that one we live in um Marfa Alpine but I'm still not giving up on that idea um because I think it's fun I think you know Rowan I don't know if a lot of y'all know this but she's a matchmaker so in a free time, like you might've just witnessed that when she was like, Hey, Caitlin, Hey, Martha, you know, so, um, she's a matchmaker and will match anybody to a job or to a friend. She's not a romantic, uh, matchmaker that much, but more about like, um, Oh, your birth. Oh, let's get you a doula. Oh, you're, you need a friend. Oh, you look like you need something to do. Let's get you a business, you know? Um, so Rowan is pretty magical that way. So uh, I just see that, you know, like I really want to kind of do more of that with our business so that people can come together and, and she'll be like, hey, why don't you go show that person to sew? You have been picked. You have been hit with the friend making arrow that Rowan has like, you are now joined forever. So, and I will still say one of my favorite days of all times doing the support group is when we saw Caitlin and Tiffany on the same screen. Rowan and I like high-fived each other because we had finally done the thing that we were trying to do is to be supportive and also create relationships with people. So like at the end, because we were in different rooms, you know, at the end we we're like, yeah, we did the happy dance. Like we did it. So it was definitely always one of our plans for you guys. You just didn't know it sneaky so okay we're getting kind of close to the end of our time here and it's interesting sometimes we just sit and look at each other and be grateful to see each other and sometimes it's like no no no, no, no you know and so today's been a little bit slower quieter group and that's okay but we know that um the holidays are coming up and those are going to be kind of, you know, they can be lonely for some people and upsetting and especially for those of us in the dead mom club or the estranged from your family club, or I just had a new baby club, whatever, even a new relationship, you know, Bev, I know that you've got a new man and um, I mean, it's not that new because you're holding a five week old baby, but still, you know, new enough. So um, I just want to maybe put it out there that having the cookie chats and the the make-alongs and all that stuff, either on this platform or not, it's good to already put those on our calendar because if we don't schedule it, it's not going to happen. And then things are going to get bananas and then we're going to be through the holidays going, gosh, that was really lonely and isolating. 
And we also know, um, I'm not going to lay this out for you guys, but for myself, I'm an alcoholic in recovery. And that's where there's way more tempting things to be around during the holidays, whether it's alcohol, whether it's be too many sugar cookies or whatever. Um, so I just want us to be mindful of coping mechanisms where we're having um, things that support us and move us towards our goals as opposed to away from our goals, right? Without any type of shaming for choices, just like how can we kind of strategize for moving towards our goals, which is, you know, being together and inclusive and, and getting healthier and, and growing ourselves. So I wanted to throw that out. So go ahead and get your little calendars out and start planning stuff, right? So that's, that's the thing and making it happen. And uh, Caitlin and Martha, you guys know how to connect um, independent of being on Zoom? Okay. All right. That's good. And um, I wanted to say that. And um, in case you missed it, we're going to start going to every week af um, after at the beginning of the year, we're going to go to every week. So we should have things organized so we can do every week and have the group. And um, other than that, I just want to reiterate that a friend making exercise is just an exercise. Kind of like if you try something and you're like, oh, that didn't work so great. It's okay. It's not, you know, it's not a, it's a, it's not a pass fail grade. You already win by showing up for the exercise. That's already the pass. So making ourselves do stuff or spreading our horizons or growing ourselves out. Like that time I tried Zumba. That's what Dr. B says. <laughs> I made it 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> totally a win okay <laughs> you show up you know i'm in one of these um like uh i think it's called fit fatties that's what it is and so some people will be like you know it's hard when you're a bigger person and you're pursuing fitness everybody thinks your goal is to be like smaller and you'll hear all these people saying oh you're doing so good and my answer is like fuck right off dude like i am doing so good first of all i'm not here for the male gaze so get off my dress and then the second i was like i'm here to take care of myself and I don't need some like lame ass encouragement from you, Kavanaugh. So just back off, right? So, <clears throat> but some people be like, you know, like they're sitting in the car at the gym and they can't get out and they're on this Fit Fatties Facebook group going, you know, I can't go in. And somebody's like, go in. Well, first of all, just driving there is a win. Second of all, if you go in and just drink water from the water fountain and leave, that's a win. You know, like we've got to make our wins smaller here. Our win is not if we have a best friend for life. Our win is if we left the house with all the kids and everybody had shoes on, okay? That's a win. So I think we got to rescope ourselves to smaller wins. And I think we've got to love ourselves enough that if we get somewhere like Bev did, where everybody's like kind of shitty and negative, you're like, oh, well, out of diapers, got to go, you know, and you don't use the right wipes. So I got my baby sensitive, you know, like, and just get out of there. You've already won by, yeah, you passed. You passed, you showed up. It's a win, okay? We've got to just be easier on ourselves on what success looks like. You know, success is not a best friend for life. The success is that, you know, you remember that you got there. You got there, it was the right day, whatever, or it wasn't, whatever, you left the house. Okay. So let's start brainstorming about, does anybody have anything on their mind that they want to share for next week or um, in two weeks, like that's really big for them that they want to look at? Um, I was a doula for two folks this last weekend. I'm encouraging them both to come. And they were two very different births and um, both were challenging and rewarding in their own ways. So I encourage um, my doula clients to come, my midwifery clients to come, patients to come and um, encourage you to keep coming back. In AA, we say it works if you work it. And it's definitely working as I look at everybody's face here. So, um, so let's unmute ourselves. If you have a topic suggestion, we can say that. Otherwise, we're just gonna say that we love each other and call it a day.
And this is a success. We showed up. Pass. Yay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Any suggestions or we, we'll just roll? I just have to say there's no way I would make it 10 minutes doing Zumba. So I think <laughs> I did nearly die. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, maybe we'll talk about fitness next week then. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> All right. Well, I love all you guys deeply, and I'm so grateful that Tiffany inspired us to make this group happen. This group was a response to seeing our friend Tiff go down in flames. So we were like, we can't let this happen. So who, by Thank the you. way, is one of our queer hooping friends, or our weird hooping friends, is Tiffany. So that's how we met. And, uh, but I'm so grateful to Tiff, and I'm all so grateful to everybody in this group. And Martha, I think I was kind of a friend-making exercise for you. See? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> okay. So I love everybody. Love you guys. Love, love you guys. guys. Love, you. love you guys. And I'll see, see you next you in time. Two weeks. See you Stop soon. Now. Okay. <laughs> There's your boyfriend, the dog, bro. <laughs> I love that dog. Alrighty, my loves, that's a wrap. We'll see you in two weeks. Don't forget to grab those headphones. If you need a text reminder, you can go to preggers.rocks, www.preggers.rocks, or preggerscanbechoosers.com, and there's a text reminder that you can sign up for. We're also on Facebook at Preggers Can Be Choosers. There's an event um, invitation that you can sign up for there. And we also have a group dedicated on Facebook dedicated to our podcast listeners. That's the podcast afterbirth group. So we'll hope to connect with you soon. And don't forget, we're launching our prenatal education podcast pretty soon. So we want you to jump in on that as well. Thank you so much and hope you have a great two weeks.